0: Hi, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. Today, I want to dig into a very common concept for many of us, this trap of being busy that we fall into. Because we live in a time and a culture where being busy isn't just the norm. It's literally expected from us. Like We're looked at differently or looked at Looked down on if somehow we're not as busy as everybody else is. We have things to do every single day, every single night. And while it satisfies us to an extent, it also completely exhausts us, which I'm going to get into in a little bit. We are too busy to pay attention to our finances, we're too busy to start a potential new routine or to make changes, and we're definitely too busy to make plans with a group of people like I've been trying to do for months now because coordinating everyone's schedules feels literally impossible. But is it? So we live in a culture where we feel like we need to be constantly task-oriented. We have apps that track our productivity, our screen time, our steps, our sleep, right? It makes us feel like we are We always have to be checking boxes. And in this world of working from home, where we have constant access to email, right, personal and work emails, it really blurs the line between personal and private life, making me especially feel busy all the freaking time. And there's actually some cool science around this. So so hear me out. There's a behavioral phenomenon called tunneling where when we're busy running around, answering emails, putting out fires, racing to meeting after meeting after meeting, time becomes more scarce. To deal with that scarcity, our brains effectively put on blinders. So now we're not able to look at the big picture, and instead we can only concentrate on the most immediate and oftentimes very low value task that's right in front of us. But when we eventually do come up for air, we realize that we've spent hardly any time on the actual work that matters, right? And this is the whole concept of busy work. We can spend a really long time, a good portion of our day getting caught up in busy work. And when we're too, I'm using air quotes, when we're too quote unquote busy to complete our work during our work time, then we take it home with us and then we feel exhausted and overwhelmed and caught in this cycle, right? So listen, I get it more than you even realize. As women, as moms, we legitimately have a lot on our plates. There's an incredible amount of things to juggle just by nature of having kids. Then you throw in the work picture, the right? Like it just, it's crazy. The average office worker, by the way, receives 121 emails a day. So no wonder we feel exhausted, right? We feel like we have to respond to every single one of those. But I think some of this busyness is self-inflicted. So hear me out for a second. In our culture, we wear busy like it's a badge of honor. It's something that we brag about. Right? For various reasons, which I'll talk about in a few minutes. And, but it's like saying like we're busy becomes like a status symbol because busy means that we're doing a lot of things. And therefore, we must have a really full life, that we must be really important. Right? And social media allows us to prove that. Image that we have in our heads to the world with pictures as evidence that we have this full, amazing life. But here's the thing as much as the need to stay busy can satisfy and potentially fulfill us, right? It might give us a sense of purpose temporarily. We're also really resentful about it, aren't we? We feel accomplished, right? Because we're checking those boxes and we really like to do that but we also feel overwhelmed at the same time. And talking about our busyness with others can temporarily feel good. Like maybe we have this camaraderie with other people who are dealing with the same thing, but it can also quickly turn into this competition, right? Maybe in our heads, maybe out loud, who knows, but it's a competition over who's busier, Like who has performed more or who has more going on in their professional and their personal life? Because somehow winning that competition and being the busiest makes us feel special, which is ironic, I think, but we'll get into that in a second. But on the other side of this, never having the time to reflect or be quiet in our heads, which for a lot of us and myself included here, I think is by design because um, maybe we don't want to slow down and hear what's in our heads, right? I think busyness then can also turn into an addiction, just like so many other things that we're using to avoid the real problem, right? Right. So this is where, you know, we maybe we maybe we fall into this busy trap and we don't know what to do with ourselves or we potentially feel guilty when we're not being productive. That's the addiction part of it. And again, I, you know, this is something that I have struggled with for a good portion of my life. So if you if this is you, you please know that you're not alone. This push, right? This push, this guilt, this push more mentality that we're putting ourselves through is not healthy and it leads to burnout. And if we're not careful, busy can also become a part of who we are, right? Of like how we identify. And I've talked about the identity in a previous episode before, so you can go back and check that out. But I think we all at some point in our lives struggle with finding who we are as we sort of feel our way through different phases of our lives. It feels good to identify with someone or something to find our place, to feel like we fit in at this stage of our lives. And this is all related because we think that if we're busy, right, then we're somehow more intelligent or we're somehow more ambitious or more resilient or our lives have more meaning or that people will like us, that will belong that we will feel valued, right? And and important at the phase that we're at when maybe deep down we really don't. So we form this identity by pulling further and further away from who we actually are, from from what we're going through right now. So it's all so fascinating to me. Um, So why do we fall into this trap of busyness? I think it's because we're afraid. And we're afraid of a few things, right? We're afraid of judgment from others. We're afraid of judgment from ourselves. And we're afraid of the things that we really want to do in life. So I'm going to break out each one of those for a second. So judgment from others. And again, you know, this is because of culture. We see everyone being busy all the time. So it makes sense that we must be busy too if we want to fit in. We think that if we're not hustling or doing as much as everybody else, that we're the weird ones. So we end up feeling this pressure to prove that we we can be liked by other people, right? That we could be popular, that that, that we have a social status. It makes us feel accepted and essentially desired by other people so that they don't feel as as alone, right? And then there's judgment from ourselves too. And this is the more intense fear for me than any of the other ones. The story that I tell myself is that I'm lazy if I'm not doing it all or to take it even a step further that I'm not only lazy, but I'm mediocre, right? And in this hustle culture that we live in, we're conditioned to constantly doing so much so that we don't know what to do with ourselves when we're not, which is where the inner mean girl and my old black and white thinking comes into the picture. If I'm not doing everything, then I must be doing nothing. Therefore, I'm lazy and I'm not good enough, right? And finally, there's this fear of the things that we really want in life, And this, I think, is my favorite one because it relates to so many of the other things that I've talked about. Maybe we don't have the confidence to do what we really want to do. So we tell ourselves that we're busy and we can't. We don't allow ourselves to make room in our lives for something new. Something that's maybe exciting to us but also terrifies us at the same time because it's new and we've never done it before. Because... And we do this, right, because we struggle to imagine a life that's greater than what we currently have. Again, you know, this is because we don't give ourselves the time and the space to dream and to imagine the expansiveness that we can bring into our lives if we just believed it. And by allowing our fear and this busyness to control us, We have no choice but to keep ourselves small, right? So how do we escape the trap of busyness? We first need to get clear on why we individually are so busy, because this is extremely unique for everyone. It could be one of the fears that I just talked about, or a combination of all of them, or something entirely different that we're fearing that I didn't even address for you, right? But... You have to do that work to dig underneath the surface, right? And determine what that reason is for you. And we can start to do this. I think by really thinking about what busy means to us, like some of the things that I mentioned earlier, are you busy because you think it's a status symbol right? or are you using it to form your identity because you don't know who you are without always being busy? I think it's really important to identify what your thing is, without judgment by the way, because we're all in this together, and keep digging deeper to get to that underlying core fear. Once you get there, that's when you can start to be more aware of the things that you do during the day and start to strip out the meaningless activities. So the list of things that we can do on a given day is never ending. And it always will be if we allow it to, right? You always hear me go back to my favorite word, intention. If we step outside of ourselves for a minute, right, we take that 30,000 foot view of our daily lives and the tasks that we're pushing through every single day, we realize that there's probably a lot of them that we just do on autopilot. And this is where the shoulds come into play, right? So if we're telling ourselves that we should run the dishwasher every night, empty the dishwasher every single morning, because God forbid that we have dishes, clean dishes in in the dishwasher that we haven't put away yet, right? What are we actually telling ourselves? Do we need to run that dishwasher every single day? Or are we just doing it because it feels like it's what we should be doing in order to keep a clean house, right? Is doing the dishes more valuable than rest or taking some alone time or just flat out going to sleep? We need to determine what is important to us. So I encourage you to do this exercise. Write down on a piece of paper what your priorities are, what your values are, what matters to you. I know I've had you guys do this before, so (laughs) bring that list back up if you can't remember off the top of your head. Okay. So bring that up. Then I encourage you to track your activity during the day. This is so much easier said than done. I know, but at the end of the day, if you can just sit down and reflect right for a second, cause we know our minds are spiraling at that time of day anyway. So let's try to reflect on what you actually did during the day, like track your activities and then compare those two lists. If you're not doing the things that matter to you, they're likely draining you, right? And these are the things that we can focus on, that we can start to potentially do less of. It's not going to happen overnight because there is likely a lot of very deeply embedded old stories, subconscious thoughts, expectations, right? That are that are embedded into these tasks that we give ourselves. But this is a really good place to start. The other thing that we need to do is stop multitasking so much. This is something that we all do, but do any of us actually do it? Well, contrary to what we think, right? We think that multitasking is going to help us get more things done in less time, right? But the opposite is actually true. It's been proven that. Switching between two or more tasks takes extra time and it takes, and and it takes time for your brain to reorient and refocus to those different tasks. So the lag multiplies here, the more that you switch between tasks. So instead of doing four different things at once, if we focus our attention on one thing and we complete one thing at a time, we will actually perform the task better right? We'll do, it, we'll do it better. We'll do it more quality. We'll do it in more efficiently. And in general, we're going to feel less frazzled. And lastly, we need to realize that busy is a decision. When we say we're busy, we're letting other people and other things control our time and energy, which as I've said before, is a precious resource. It's an excuse, right? Like we can't allow ourselves to say no to the things that we don't want to do. We can't allow ourselves to delegate tasks. This is why apps like Instacart and Peapod that, that deliver the groceries for you exist. We can have some control and autonomy over what we choose to do. Busy is so much more of a mindset that it is anything else. As I talked about recently, the thoughts that we have and, and the stories that we tell ourselves over and over again, become our reality. They become who we are, right? So if you keep telling yourself that life is hectic and crazy and that time is scarce, right, that work and family stress you out and it's so chaotic, then it becomes your reality. And I do this all the time, guys, so please, there's no judgment here. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm working through this on my own, just like I'm trying to encourage you to. So we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> but when we constantly tell ourselves and everyone around us that we're busy, we become less able to do anything about it. We fall into this victim trap. We get stuck in this self-fulfilling prophecy. And the thing is about busyness It's by nature, something that happens to us, right? Like life, work, kids, traffic. These are all things that for the most part are out of our control. So it's so easy to fall into that victim mindset. But just think about that for a minute. It doesn't have to be like this. We can pull ourselves out of the helplessness, which feels really shitty. I'm not going to lie. And we can start being in control of our days. The opposite of being busy is being purposeful or intentional. If we can focus on how we want to feel and align our to-do list, again, and I'm saying this in air quotes, with that, with how we want to feel, we'll begin to see some relief from feeling like that victim or that martyr of our own lives. When we're purposeful and how we move through our day and how we relate to ourselves and to other people in the world, we'll realize that busy has just been an excuse that we've been putting out there this whole time. Okay. All right, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, and I really hope you liked today's episode. If you enjoyed it as always, please feel free to share it with a friend And it would be amazing if you could write me a review on Apple Podcasts because that's how I can reach more people. Oh, and also, I started a Facebook group, finally. Talk about something I told myself I was too busy to do for literally months now. So the timing of that worked out pretty good. Um, But if you're interested in hearing more from me, go check out the Mindful Money Mamas Facebook group where I'll be posting All kinds of information about the podcast, uh, inspiration, while also forming this community of like-minded women who are all in this together. Again, so you don't feel so alone out there. All right. Thank you so much, you guys. And I'll talk to you next time.